Welcome to The Do Zone, where real entrepreneurs share real strategies about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. Tag me at JT Literally and show me what you do in The Do Zone. Every week, I'll pick the best post to feature across all my social networks. This podcast is brought to you by Factor One. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur who's looking to hit seven this year, there are three key shifts you need to make right now in order for it to be possible. Go to I am Factor One. Dot com now, and I'll show you exactly what those three key shifts are and how you can get them set up for your business in less than six minutes. Once again, that's IamFactor1.com. Today's guest is Roy Rath. His journey began in the U.S. Navy, where he served as a helicopter technician for 11 years, followed by a contracting role at NASA testing heat shields for atmospheric vehicles. Wow, that sounds cool by itself, man. At Waymo, he managed a team maintaining self-driving cars before founding Rath Motorsports, blending high-performance car builds with therapeutic benefits. Roy, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Hey, I'm happy to be here and happy to get excited. The intro was great. I think one thing that people, one thing that I believe that people don't think of is, you know, taking action. You know, we we hear all these, we post all these motivational quotes and context and whatever, but majority of us never take action. And no matter what you take in, if you don't take action, you're never going to get anything done. So a man after my own heart, you know, that's the whole reason that the do zone even exists at all is to convince more entrepreneurs just to take some stinking action. You know, you're not going to be ready ever. Just go and do some stuff. I don't think to this date I'm ready, <laughs> but I take action and you learn. And I think that's all business owners, right? All entrepreneurs are like that. We don't have all the answers, but we can figure it out. <laughs> We do figure it out. And, and and that's one of the keys to success sometimes is not getting everything right, but just doing things until they get right, you know, doing things until they get done uh, and it, it, taking that action. And the thing about action, and it's one of my, I have this thing called that I call the A-list. Uh, if you're an A-list entrepreneur, you're you're aligning with these four character traits. One of the first one is action. And action is something that happens before you're ready. Action is a physical act of some sort that moves you in a certain direction. Now, you might fall down or you might move backwards or something, but at least you're taking action. And the only way you get results is by taking action. You don't get results by sharing motivational quotes, Roy. Absolutely. Agree. <laughs> and and so I'm curious, uh, you're a guy who's taken action uh, and you've taken a lot of action. First of all, I have to understand what the heck is an atmospheric vehicle? I don't even know what that means. So anything but it sounds that goes, cool. Yeah, anything that goes into space, like, you know, we've worked with SpaceX, we've worked with Orion, so satellites, anything that carries cargo or personnel into space, what we did there is uh, replicate the conditions that in a vehicle would be exposed to, like, so a spacecraft or or whatever's going up there, and just kind of test the heat shield so people don't die, cargo gets ruined. So that's kind of in short what we did there. So how do you, how do you uh, replicate the harsh conditions of being in in space 
So that's actually a great question. And, and the easiest way I can describe it is we all watch Iron Man. You know, he has a little center ring. It's the same thing. That's what's called an arc jet. That's where I worked at. And basically what that does is pulls a vacuum like you were in space. And then we inject different gases, which would be the equivalent of, you know, Iron Man doing that, except with no air. So basically, depending on what, you know, hey, this distance, this altitude, this speed, this weight, this is going to determine what uh, what conditions we need to set up that test for and how much gas we insert, how much oxygen gets displaced. And, and there's more to it, but that's in a nutshell, that's it. That's fascinating. And so uh, let's let's take a few steps back. Uh, I know that, uh, so you you ended up working on space vehicles uh, but you had kind of humble beginnings. Can you can you take us back a little bit to a little bit about where you came from and, and how you developed through your arc to get where you are today? So up until recently, and, and this goes back to action, like now that I'm older and I'm wiser, I understand why I am always ready to take action. Uh, I was born in Cuba. I was born in Cuba. My mom and dad worked in Cuba. My dad served in the, in the Cuban military. And it was just bad for us there. And the, he wanted a better future for me and my sister. So we moved over to United States. We, we were able to go through, you know, my grandma, she was a U.S. citizen in the military and she was able to kind of seek asylum for us. So we migrated here and I, and I watched my mom and dad literally bust their tails off, you know, not speaking English, not doing anything and, you know, just to give us a better future. So I ended up fighting a lot in school because people would make fun of me in English. And finally, I joined the military and, and you know, did three tours and it just went up from there. So. Wow. And and so kind of part of that challenge that you faced as a child really formed you as an adult and, and, and taught you how to go and fight for what you needed. Exactly. Because I watched my mom and my dad do it and my sister, too. You know, and my mom and dad, my mom was working two, three jobs. My dad was working two jobs. So my sister was taking care of me. So that's kind of what I picked up on. Like, hey, we don't know anything. We don't know anybody, but we're good people. We have strong work ethic. So in my mind, I looked at it as if I have a strong work at work ethic, that could probably outweigh some of the other skills that I lack. And that's kind of the mindset that adopt, I adopted. And so you adopted this mindset, you joined the military, you got some skills, you made some connections, you learned how to work on helicopters that led you to NASA, that led you to working on space vehicles. Uh, and then you took all of that knowledge and turned it towards a passion of yours, uh, which is uh, uh which is automotive. So talk to me a little bit about that transition. I've always worked on cars as a kid. So when I got out of the military, I got an I got an opportunity to work at, you know, Google's self-driving car, which is Waymo. And that's where I worked. I was a program manager managing a fleet of technicians that worked on self-driving cars. So I was always fascinated by cars. I was always fascinated by the latest tech and aviation and aerospace. So that seemed like a good gap. And then that's what kind of gave me the technical skills made it with the automotive and then you know most of these modern cars they're all computer-based so just kind of fit right in i've always liked to do this i did this on the side i did this as a hobby i'm not happy with corporate you know i'm not being fulfilled to my maximum like i'm not being challenged enough and you know i just decided hey man let me give it let me give it a shot if i fail okay cool i learn and here i am right because <laughs> the failure doesn't really matter because when you know how to hustle the failure is irrelevant it's just a lesson learned. We fail, we fail, we fail, but it's what we learn from them that matters most. But if I would have never done anything, then I would have never failed. I would have never learned. I would have never, you know, overcame the challenges. And this this brings up a really important point uh, that I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on. 
because so many people going back to the very first thing you said about taking action. So many of us are terrified of making a mistake that we never start. Mm-hmm. And those of us who are not afraid of making a mistake, we have all of the opportunity in the world because we know that if we make a mistake, it's probably not going to kill us. Probably. I mean, there's like a not zero chance, you know, but could you talk about, uh, you know, because you, you, you really struck a nerve with me when you said, well, what's the worst that could happen? I'm going to give this a shot. I'm not happy here. I'm not challenged here. I'm just going to go and see what happens because it's really what I want to do. Could you talk to me about that decision? Because I know that there are other people listening right now that are like, man, I'd love to go and do this, but I'm just afraid it's not going to work. Yeah, that's actually, now that you put it that way, that's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's a big deal, right? But, you know, at the time, I don't look at it that way. I was also scared, right? I was making multiple six figures, nice, you know, nice pay, nice benefits, equity, you name it. And it was one of those, you know, I'm building someone else's dream. I'm not happy where I'm at. What do I need to do to make, to be better? And the result was, okay, well, you can work for yourself. Ha ha, I'm not going to live this. I'm not going to leave a six figure career, right? Like that's what we say. So we get the fear of leaving that comfortable lifestyle or having that steady income come in. And on the other side, for the people that want to take action is more of analysis paralysis. Like, oh, I need to learn how to do this first. I need to learn how to do this first. Now I know how to do this. I need to learn how to do this. And they never take action because they're always analyzing, oh, what if I mess up here? I'm not really good at this skill set yet. I can't go to the next one. So it was, it was a combination of really surrounding myself with folks who have already done it, learning from them, taking their advice, and putting it all into, okay, I don't have all the answers, but I know if X, Y, and Z happens, I can do this. Uh, maybe I am not, maybe I'm scared of losing the six figures, but what is my freedom number? How much money do I need to make to live comfortably? Not lavish cars, just pay the bills and be happy, right? Sold everything that I had, got that number, cool. Okay, so I know at a bare minimum, I can survive off of this and I can make that through X, Y, and Z. Done, no problem, easy, figured it out. Then it was like, now if I jump into this, I need to be all in because I'm giving up everything and that fueled my drive to kind of keep going. So when it sucks, I have to keep going because I remember what I left behind and everything that I gave up to do this. So that's kind of fuels my purpose, my drive, and my why. And I think for anyone that's listening, it's it sounds complex, but it's really not. Focus on why you want to do something. Focus on really what you need to survive. And then focus on your mission. Like if this is truly, if you can do this, if you want to do this as bad as you want to breathe, then go for it. But if not, then don't because you're going to give up and you're just going to throw everything out the window. So I don't know if that kind of answers it. It's I just trying to keep it a broad perspective, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You know, and there's there's really two reasons. The the number one reason of failure is, is failure to launch. Mm-hmm. And there's two reasons for that. And you just touched on both of them. The first one is I'm afraid of making a mistake. And so, oh, I got to get good on this. I got to get good on this. And then we just keep daisy chaining this together until we're old people full of regret. Uh, The number two reason is it's just not that important to me. It's just not a priority. You know, I'd love to do this, but I'm just not going to make the time for it. So either I'm afraid to make a mistake or I don't make the time for it. Those are the reasons that we don't start. 
And if this, you, you said it best, like if you want to do this as much as you want to breathe, it will show. If yes. it's not that important to you, that will also show. Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and so tell us a little bit about uh, what you do now and how people can reach out to you and, and who's a, who's an ideal kind of customer for you. So I basically work on high performance vehicles. So, you know, Corvettes, Camaros, Hellcats, Vipers, I take those and we hop them up. So, you know, like a Corvette Z06, maybe makes 650 horsepower. We'll take them all the way to 12, 1400 Ram TRX makes 700. We'll take them to 1200. So basically we try to create any in my bio. I always say creating un, un, unforgettable experiences through through high performance cars, and it's true because I don't just build these cars and say, "Here you go, have a nice day." We get to understand the client, the audience, what their goals are, get to know them. What are they facing in life? What are they struggling with? Most of them are business owners, and they're like, "Man, like I just need, honestly, I just need to go out for twenty minutes and 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 clear the air and just." you know, get rid of all the stress so I can clear my mind and come back and tackle this problem. So that's my approach when I build these high performance cars is, hey, man, you, you know, let's be safe. I'm going to show you how to drive. I'm going to show you all the safety things around there. But if you need to go out, step on the gas in a 1200 horsepower truck and that smile that you get from that nose coming up and just roasting all four tires and, you know, hearing the supercharger or the turbos or whatever it is, that'll do it. So your 20 minutes is going to happen in five seconds. And then you're like, whew. That felt good. I'm done. Let me go back to work. And that's that's more or less the style that I approach. And that's with every customer, whether that's someone that's married, corporate, have their own business. But for the most part, my my clients are, you know, business owners that are into cars. I love that. And obviously driving the speed limit, not one right. mile over, right? Yeah. Well, we have we have we have racing events where we go to sanctioned track days, and that's usually where we let off the steam. So, but on public roads, I always tell my customers, Hey man, don't be, don't be dumb. Like this respect the car, respect the power. If you see traffic, don't floor it because you're going to be up there in half a second, you know, yeah. and then you're not going to be able to stop. So, you know, be responsible. And and, and we coach this through our, our driving instruction program. So if they're well aware. Got it. And so how can people reach out to you and learn more about your services? So I think my website's going to be there. It's RoyW.com, I-T-S-R-O-Y-W.com. And then you have everything you know about me, the services I offer, how to get a hold of me, you name it. It's RoyW.com. Correct. Is that it? Okay. Excellent. Yep. Well, thank you so much, uh, Roy Rath, for being on here and sharing a little bit of wisdom about how you get stuff done, and especially uh, for talking about the importance of taking action. We're going to wrap up from here. Uh, if you'd like to connect with Roy Rath, you can go to itsroyw.com and learn more about him and his uh, high-performance car uh, service that he offers. If you listen to us on your morning commute or your workout or you're out in the field somewhere, be sure to snap a selfie and tag me at JT Literally. Tell me what you do in the do zone. Also, if you're ready to break the seven-figure barrier with your business, but you know what got you here ain't going to get you there, we can help. Go to imfactor1.com now. And let's see how much impact we can make in less than six minutes. Know this, you are factor one for your own success. Now let's get to work. If you're a small business doing at least six figures and you're trying to level up, but you keep getting smacked down, pay attention. There are outside forces at play that you're almost certainly not aware of. No, I'm not talking about the president, the economy, the Federal Reserve, or inflation. I'm also not talking about your industry, your competition, or current market conditions. I'm talking about you. 
There are invisible forces that are keeping you from breaking through to the next barrier in your business. That's why you keep repeating the same cycle year after year. You think next time will be different, but what you don't realize is that you're running through a huge maze and your opponent has every turn memorized because your opponent built the maze. Until you get your hands on a map and come up with a plan of attack and execute it, you're just going to keep running circles over and over and you'll lose every time. You'll never find the exit without a plan. The good news is your opponent is predictable. Your opponent follows the rules. You can beat your opponent because you don't have to follow the rules. You see, you have free will. Your opponent is restricted to the rules of the game, but you can make your own rules. You just got to have a plan. And in order to get a plan, you first have to take responsibility for putting yourself in that maze without a map to begin with. Because you are factor one for your own success. Your opponent is your comfort zone. If you're ready to stop running circles in the same circuit year after year and finally break free from the maze, join factor one. We are a unique development program for six-figure entrepreneurs. We'll airdrop into your exact location of the maze with a paper and pen, and we'll help you draw a clean map to the exit using our bird's eye view. We'll also arm you with the tools you need to defend yourself properly, and we'll walk with you shoulder to shoulder to make sure you get out safely this time. We don't leave anybody behind that doesn't want to be left there. Join us. Go to imfactor1.com right now, and let's talk about getting you out of that maze once and for all.